Have you ever come home from a long day just to find out that that meat you needed for your recipe has totally slipped your mind the last time you went to the grocery store? Well, with the help of ButcherBox, you might never have to deal with that problem ever again. With ButcherBox, you get the convenience of having high-quality meat and seafood delivered straight to your door. Not to mention the peace of mind you get to feel knowing that it's 100% grass-fed, free-range, and crate-free. All humanely raised with no antibiotics or added hormones. Let ButcherBox help make your life even easier. No grocery store required. In addition to free shipping on every order, you get to curate your box plans, have access to member-exclusive deals, get recipe ideas and inspiration, as well as helpful tips. You really can't go wrong with ButcherBox. Sign up for ButcherBox today by going to butcherbox.com morningcup and use the code morningcup at checkout and enjoy your choice of bone-in chicken thighs, top sirloins, or salmon in every box for an entire year. Plus, get $20 off. Again, that's butcherbox.com slash morningcup and use the code morningcup. Question. If I were to ask you right this second to write down all of the subscriptions you pay for each month, would you be able to do it without missing one? It's more difficult than it sounds, especially with so many options and those sneaky free trials that you sometimes forget to cancel. What if I told you I had the perfect solution to help you with this exact problem? Why don't you try Rocket Money? With the help of Rocket Money, I was able to see each and every single subscription I pay for, even the ones I totally forgot I had. I'm sure you've been there too, but Rocket Money can help cancel it with just a few taps. Between streaming platforms, apps, delivery services, and even parenting and kids subscriptions, it's hard to keep track of exactly what you're spending and how much it all adds up to each month. Not to mention the fact that it seems every single day one of those subscriptions suddenly jumps up in price. Rocket Money alerts you when this happens, so you're never caught unawares. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Take control over your finances and with the help of Rocket Money's easy-to-use dashboard, compare your monthly spending and make saving money easier than ever. They'll also try to negotiate lowering your bills up to 20%. All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll even deal with customer service for you. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash morningcup. That's rocketmoney.com slash morningcup. Rocketmoney.com slash morningcup. Today's episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. What interferes with your happiness? What are some things standing in the way of being the best version of you? For a lot of people, life, your past, and sometimes your current situation can cause roadblocks in your life. Mental health is incredibly important, and so many, including myself, can benefit from talking to a professional and working to dismantle those roadblocks. That's why I'm excited to talk to you guys about BetterHelp. BetterHelp knows no two people are the same and will help to assess your personal needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. These incredibly convenient appointments are in a safe and completely private online environment, and you can start chatting with your new therapist in under 24 hours. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling. 
You can message with your counselor at any time and get a timely response, plus schedule weekly video or phone sessions, which means no driving to an office, no waiting rooms, and no awkward small talk. Just meaningful sessions with experts who specialize in things like depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, trauma, family conflict, LGBTQ matters, grief, and so much more. There is truly someone there for everyone. And BetterHelp is committed to finding your perfect match, which means if you and your counselor don't mesh for whatever reason, they make it easy and free to seek someone new if needed. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling. And with financial aid available and access worldwide, they truly make it easy for anyone to seek the help they need. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash morning cup. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health. There were two more murders 15 miles away. When police arrived, they found the telephones and electricity lines. We have a... Weird homicide. described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird... Morning. Cop of murder. A criminal, for the most part, will do anything to try and get away with their crimes. On July 13, 1959, an officer was killed while trying to bring a petty thief into custody. A thief, now turned murderer, who would have an interesting way to try and get away with his crimes. So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. Gunther Fritz Erwin Podola was born on February 8, 1929, in Berlin, Germany, and was described as a fanatical member of the Hitler Youth Movement, whose father died while serving for the Russian Front in World War II. In August of 1952, when Gunther was in his early 20s, he made his way to Canada, which is where he was living when his mother died in Berlin in 1955 at the age of 62. It was also where, on March 1st, 1957, he was sentenced for the role he played in a Montreal burglary and given 10 days imprisonment. But 25 days later, he was given an additional 11 counts and 10 days turned into two years. He, of course, did not serve those full two years, and when he was released on July 25th, 1958, he was deported back to West Germany, but after working a series of unskilled laborer jobs, made his way to London on May 21st, 1959. While there, Gunther began living under the alias Mike Collado and tried to develop himself a reputation as a make-believe gangster while remaining unemployed and hopping from hotel to hotel. In July of 1959, Gunther was, yet again, involved in a home burglary where he stole about 2,000 pounds worth of valuables from American model Vern Schiffman. Shortly after her home was broken into, Mrs. Schiffman started to receive phone calls from a Mr. Fisher demanding money in return for some embarrassing photos and recordings Gunther claimed that he had stolen from her home. She, thinking of nothing she needed to hide, called police and they decided to tap her phone lines in hopes that the blackmailer would call again. Now, it should be noted that, according to some sources, Gunther did not attempt to blackmail Vern, but instead called to offer to return her items if she paid him 500 pounds and kept the police out of it. Regardless of this detail, the outcome is the same. 
On July 13, 1959, the thief made his next call and Mrs. Schiffman kept him on the phone long enough that police were able to trace his calls to a call box near the South Kensington tube station where two officers found him moments after the call. Detective Sergeants Raymond William Purdy and John Stafford approached the call box Gunther was standing in and were able to make an arrest. But as they walked back to their car, Gunther was able to escape and ran towards a block of apartments in Onslow Square. They caught back up with him, arrested him yet again, and John Stanford went back to their secure car and told Raymond Purdy to keep hold of Gunther in the hall of apartments until he got back. While he was gone, Gunther seized an opportunity and snatched the officer's weapon, aimed it at his captor, and shot Raymond William Purdy in the heart. The 43-year-old died almost immediately, and Gunther made his final escape. Gunther, who went from simple thief and blackmailer to full-blown, cold-hearted murderer. Now, the problem was, no one knew who this thief-turned-killer was. The investigation hadn't gotten that far, and Raymond was killed before they could take him to the station for more questioning. But, seemingly from the grave... The detective sergeant's widow came forward with an incredibly important piece of evidence, a notebook. According to the stories, when her husband's effects were given back to her, after he was declared dead, she found a small notebook tucked away with his uniform. Realizing that this did not belong to her husband, she figured that maybe he had taken it from the man who he had arrested, the man who killed him. So she turned it over to police and they immediately started combing through its contents. It was full of phone numbers. And after calling a few of them, they realized that the book belonged to a German man who spent time in Canada. So they sent over a palm print that they had extracted from Vern's windowsill over to the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. And they came back saying it belonged to Gunther Padola, a man that they had deported back to Germany as an undesirable alien. They turned over a photo to Scotland Yard, and shortly thereafter, a manager at a South Kensington hotel reported that a Montreal man going by the name Paul Camay had booked a hotel on June 25th, but since July 13th, the day of the shooting, had not left his room at any point. When shown a photo of, of Gunther on July 16th, 1959, he said, that's Paul Camay, he's in room 15. When the police burst through the door, Gunther was hit in the head. He had likely been listening with his ear pressed to the door. After a tussle and some first aid, he was taken to the Chelsea police station for questioning. And after some fainting spells that indicated his injuries were more severe than they had originally realized, he was sent to the local hospital where he would remain for four days and claimed that the injury he suffered caused him complete memory loss. This, of course, raised a number of questions about his treatment by police, considering the victim was a colleague. Despite his memory loss, the evidence, which included finding the murder weapon in his hotel room, was more than enough to prove Gunther's guilt. Or so they thought. The trial began and, pretty early on, became controversial, with the defense using expert witnesses to try and prove his amnesia was real. Because if it was, they intended on arguing that he was not medically fit to stand trial. The start date was delayed for nine days while a jury heard evidence about Gunther's health. And after three and a half hours of deliberation, they determined that he was medically fit to stand trial. A new jury was called in and when asked for his plea, Gunther stated, 
I do not remember the crime for which I stand accused. I am unable to answer the charges. With his lawyers explaining the impasse that they were at because they had no idea how to defend someone who had no memory and no idea how he would like to proceed. A few medical experts took the stand and said he was feigning his illness for jurors' sympathy. But after just 38 minutes of deliberation, they proved that they were unaffected by his strange claims. They determined that he was guilty, and because killing a police officer is a capital offense under the Homicide Act of 1957, he was sentenced to death. After a number of rejected appeals, Gunther claimed that his memory had recovered. He said that on the day of Raymond Purdy's murder, he had been at another housebreaking, that it was not him who was captured in Onslow Square that day, but his, quote, double, a man named Bob Levine. This was, of course, investigated by police, but they found no such man living in London nor in Canada. Some sources claim he would later confess to his guilt. On November 5th, 1959, after the Court of Criminal Appeals announced that his trial was fair and just, Gunther Fritz Erwin Padola was led to the gallows where he became the last man to be hanged in Britain. He was just 59 years old. Six years later, the death penalty was suspended and later abolished altogether. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on July 14th. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. If you want to help support the podcast, there's always Patreon or just sharing it with your true crime obsessed friends. And remember, stay safe. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See what makes Minnesota the star of the North. New residents share why they love calling it home at exploreminnesota.com slash live.